0: Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odoms. Thanks for joining me. Hello, my lovely people. Hello, hello, hello. I hope your week has been smooth sailing. If not, I pray that your weekend is smooth sailing. So I'm going to start out by praying and then I'll get straight into the episode. Father God, I thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence once again. Father God, I thank you for the listeners. I thank you for the subscribers. Father God, I thank you for how you choose to use me on every platform that you choose to use me on. Father God, I pray that the spirit of God in me will increase while the flesh of God, while the flesh in myself will decrease. I pray, Lord, that when people hear my voice, when they see my face on social media, Lord, they don't come in contact with the flesh, me but they come in contact with the spirit of God that is within me. Father God, I pray that this word does not fall on deaf ears, but Lord, I pray, Lord, that it benefits those that they hear the word and not only do they hear the word, but father God, I pray that they will be doers of your word. I pray, Lord, that you will continue to strengthen each and every one of us, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will give us the energy, the strength and the capacity to do what you've called us to do. I pray, father God, that we will say yes to your will. And know to our own will, knowing that your will is what's best for us. Even if we don't understand, Father God, your word tells us to lean not on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you and you will direct our path. Lord, I love you and I thank you. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. So, the episode title is Speaking Against God's Prophetic Word. This may be a reminder to some, and it may be new to others. But I want to, as you get ready to prepare to go into the weekend, I want to share some things with you when it comes to speaking against the prophetic word of God. So, and I'm going to use myself, self-disclosure. So when I say speaking against the prophetic word of God, meaning God has called you to do something or God has placed something on your life and you're speaking against that. So, I was previously married. Some of you may know, some of you may not know, but I was previously married and during a time I was battling with proceeding with the divorce because it was not on the grounds of adultery and I know what the Bible says about marriage and um and divorce. However, after I got finished seeking God's face about the whole entire situation. God explained to me that he did not create a man to treat me the way that I had been treated number one. And then number two, I was not that man's wife. I got married because I didn't want to have sex out of wedlock. The man that I married, which was my son's, my youngest son's dad was not the man God created for me. Um, the Bible tells us that the person that God created for a husband is suitable means it's just right for that man. That man was not my husband. I was not his wife. However, after the divorce, I spoke against God's prophetic word on my life, which was the words I said at the time was I was not getting married again. I won't get married again. Those are the words that I spoke. And the reason why I spoke against God's prophetic word on my life is because I am a wife. There's desires in me. There's things that's in me. I've never, I haven't had the, the desire to be a missionary where I'm out traveling doing missionary work. I've never had that desire. God informed me that you are a wife. And when you spoke those words years ago, you spoke against the prophetic word. You spoke against my prophetic word. And I, I'm big on words. I say this all the time. I'm big on words. The Bible tells us that there's life and death in the power of our tongue. So whatever you speak, you will eat the fruits of it. Well, when God revealed to me that I had spoke against his prophetic word, I had to number one, repent. And then I had to renounce those words. And then I had to replace those words. So I repent for speaking against his prophetic word. Then I renounce the words. I would never get married again. I renounce the words. I'm not marrying another man. I re, I renounced every word that I spoke against the prophetic word, and then I replaced those words. I am a wife. I am married. I love my husband. I am a Proverbs thirty-one wife. These are some of the things that I I spoke whenever I replaced them, and I want you all to be mindful of that because here's the thing: if you speak against God's prophetic word, or if you decide. If you know that you're called to marriage, I'm gonna use marriage as an example. If you know that you're called to marriage, meaning you got these desires within you, you know that these desires is only supposed to be fulfilled within a marriage, the institution of marriage, and you decide that you're not gonna be married because we have free will. While God has a prophetic word for our lives, we also have free will, which means he is not going to make you do anything. He's going to give you the choice. Either you can choose his will or you can choose your will. But if you decide that I'm going to choose my will versus God's will, and it's within God's will for you to get married, then there are some things you will miss out on because you chose your will, which was to stay single versus being married. And the reason why I say that is because, there are some things that you may be believing God for or God has maybe revealed to you that these are the things that he wanna bless you with. But some of you will not receive that blessing until you get connected to your spouse. There are some things I know in my life that God has revealed to me that is not gonna take place until I'm in that place to where I am. me, me and my husband are no longer two, but we're one flesh. So be mindful of the words you speak and I use marriage because I wanted to use myself as an example. But there's other things. You may be called to be a teacher, but you don't want to be a teacher. So you're choosing your will versus God's will. When you being a teacher is God's will, that leads to other things down the road that that's connected to you when it comes to the blessings of God on your life. And I, for a long time, I was running from God as something that we all seem to be familiar with. God can be calling us to do things and we choose to run from God instead of running to God because we feel like if we run to God, then all of the things we're doing in our lives, we have to give up immediately. And that is not how it works. God wants you to come to him as you are. And the more you spend time with him, the more you spend time in his word, the more you spend time in praise and worship, you will start noticing that you're no longer interested in doing the things you used to do. You'll start noticing that your appetite for things change, your desires change. The Bible says that he would give us the desires of our heart. And I'm learning that the more I draw closer to God, the more I get to know him, the more more I'm spiritually maturing, I'm learning that the desires of my heart now line up with God's will for my life versus my will. And God won't what's best for us. And I tell people all the time, God's will is what's best for us, even if we don't understand it, because there's things, while you may be in chapter two of your life, God is already in chapter 10. There's things that God knows that we don't even know, we have no clue about, but his prophetic word for your life is what's best regardless. I don't care what you think or how you feel, his prophetic word for your life is what's best. I know that some of the things that he's revealed to me some of the visions I've seen those visions, the things that he's revealed to me, I know will not take place until I am one, one flesh with my husband. Now I can choose to say, okay, well I want my will instead of God's will. And if, if I decide, if if my will is not to be married, I can choose that. But at the same time, if I do choose that, then I am forfeiting what God has in store for me, within the realm of my marriage, within the institution of my marriage. So don't miss out on your blessing because you're speaking against God's prophetic word over your life. And like I said, if you have spoke against God's prophetic word over your life, you you repent, you renounce, and then you replace. Repent for whatever it is you spoke, you renounce it, I renounce whatever it is you spoke, and then you replace it. You replace it with whatever it is. And like I said, my example was, I wouldn't get married again. I had to repent, renounce, and then I replaced it with "I am a wife. I have a husband. I love my husband. I am a Proverbs thirty-one wife." So I replaced it with the Word of God. I replaced it with what lined up with the Word of God when it was co- when it was concerning my life. And this this is not even this is not only whenever it comes to marriage. This could be career-wise. It could be career-wise. You could be at a job right now and you don't feel fulfilled, you 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 just don't, you going to work because you know you have bills to pay, basically. You don't like your job, but you going because you know you got bills to pay, you know you got a responsibility. If you're not in your calling, if you're not in your calling, whatever it is God has called on your life, if you're not in that, wherever you're at, whatever job you're on, start seeking God. If you don't even know why you're why you're here? Remember, God creates things on purpose. He calls us to do things, but He creates things on purpose. But if you don't know what it is that He's placed inside of you that He want to use out here on this earth, start seeking Him in prayer. I was telling my best friend the other day that when you're in purpose, it doesn't feel like a job. Like when you're in pur- purpose, and when, when you're when you are doing what God has called you to do. It does not feel like a job. As long as I've been in the mental health field doing what I was doing prior to me graduating to become a licensed therapist, it did not feel like work to me. While I was working for an employer, while I was getting paid um, twice a month or however often I was getting paid, it did not feel like a job It because it came naturally and it was, it's what I'm called to do. So when you are in purpose, it doesn't feel like a job. You enjoy what you're doing. You wake up in the morning and you look forward to going to wherever you is, wherever you're employed at, or if you're self-employed, you look forward to doing whatever it is that you're doing because you are in purpose. If you're waking up every morning and you just like, oh my goodness, it's another day at this daggum, at this office, or it's another day at this plant, maybe you're not in purpose. Maybe you're not doing what God has called you to do learn what your gifts and talents are what god has placed inside of you and then seek god for guidance and direction on how he wants to use those gifts and talents out here in the earth and remember what he placed inside of us it is not for us it's for other people so you got people out here waiting on you to tap in to what he has placed inside of you you got people you got people out here waiting on you they waiting on you to be in purpose they waiting on you to get in alignment with god's will for your life So I wanted to share that with you all because you can speak against God's prophetic word for your life. I've had a conversation with a a client in a session, and as he was sharing things with me, the Holy Spirit said he would never see it. My bad, y'all. I'm talking and swinging and moving my hands, and the cord came out of the microphone. But back to what I was saying. The Holy Spirit, as he was sharing the things he was sharing to me in the session, I heard the Holy Spirit say he would never see it because he's decided he was not getting married. He's, he's decided to choose his will over my will. So just be mindful. I know it's not always easy because when we want our will, basically our will is what feels good to us. Our will is what we like, what we want. But choosing to be in God's will is the best place to be because he is a loving father and he don't want anything but the best for you, regardless of what situation you in, regardless of what is pertaining to in your life. God wants the best. While you may not understand it in the present moment, God wants the best. You may not understand why you're going through what you're going through, but at the end of the day, God wants the best. And there's a purpose behind what you're going through. So just be mindful of that. Be mindful of your words, especially if, You're not even sure, but you speaking things of what you want versus what God's will is for your life. And if you don't know what God's will is for your life, like I said, get in prayer. Seek God for guidance and understanding pertaining to his will for your life. So once again, be mindful of the words that you speak, because you could be speaking against God's prophetic word for your life. And if you are, repent, renounce and replace. All right, I'm gonna close in prayer and I pray you enjoy your weekend. Father God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for what you continue to do in and through our lives. Father God, I pray, Lord, that your children are mine for the words that they speak. Lord, your word tells us that there is life and death in the power of our tongue. And those we eat the fruit of what we speak. Father God, I pray, Lord, that this will touch someone's heart. And I pray, Lord, that once they hear this word, Lord, I pray that they would be obedient to the prompting of the holy spirit i bind the spirit of disobedience i bind the spirit of delayed obedience father god i know that sometimes it's not easy walking in your will it's not easy being submitted to your will it's not easy being in alignment with your will but father god being in your will is the best place for all of your children to be in, regardless of how they feel or what they think or what they what they may be experiencing right now. God, I know it's not always easy being in your will, but at the same time, Father God, I know at the end of the day you want what's best for every one of your children and it's a purpose behind why you do things. Lord, you're strategic about the way you do things. Father God, I pray for those that may not even know the gifts and talents you placed inside of them. They may not may have not even been able to tap into those gifts and talents. I pray Lord that you reveal to them the gifts and talents you placed in them. I pray Lord That you would place individuals in their lives to help cultivate the gifts and talents in them, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you would use them for your glory. I pray, Lord, that your children would say yes to your will and know their their own will, knowing that your will is the best place to be in. Lord, we love you and we thank you. All these things we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen.